Hi, and welcome to The Circle. You're listening to Journeys to the Self with me, Melanie. Wondering what The Circle is? Check out our website, www.thecirclestockholm.com or our Instagram account, at thecirclestockholm. In Journeys to the Self, every three weeks, with a special guest, we're exploring a specific behavior that guides us through our very own life journey. We're discussing personal experiences, but also keys and tips to better understand and connect with our inner selves while growing and feeling better in our minds and souls. A way to face everyday life in a more confident, energized and clear way. Today, we're turning ourselves to others. We're exploring how connecting with other people participates in building or, on the contrary, damaging our sense of self-worth. I will be joined by Sandiwe, a 25-year-old Afro-Swedish super-inspiring woman who's agreed to sit down with me to talk about her own journey to understanding her relation to valuation. As a graphic designer and illustrator, as a young mother, as a naturally curly hair advocate, as a TSW sufferer and as a black woman in Sweden, she has been forced her entire life to figure out a way to feel valued with and without taking into consideration what other people might think of her. As you'll hear in her story, she has grown to be quite well aware of her own relation to valuation and how to build that confidence needed in order to go through life in a clearer, strong and positive way which actually made me question my own way to define and think self-worth. So thanks for that, Sandyway. But before we dive into it, let's take a few steps back. Why do we even need to feel valued in the first place? First, well, we're human beings. So by definition, we were meant to interact with each other and therefore comprehend how we can create and develop our own identity compared to other individuals. Whether we want to be completely unique or blend into the norm, in both cases, we do it to state our place in the world in relation to each and everybody else's place. This is especially the case when we're teenagers, when we tell ourselves, do I want to be like my parents? Do I want to be like my siblings? Do I want to be like this super cool kid at school? Do I want to be like this book hero or film star or singer or influencer, etc.? We want to be, and that includes wanting to be seen, heard, loved, and acknowledged. We want to get a seal of approval on our existence within a group, no matter if we decide that we should belong or not belong to that group. In the end, that is all intrinsically linked to the fact that we are living with other people and that is part of the definition of humanity. Second, because we've been wired for the past decades, but especially now, to think of everything we do and accomplish in terms of performance, valuation and worth have become ways, dare we say, tools we use to measure that, and we usually rely on others to validate that. We seek approval and appraisal from our loved ones, from our colleagues, from our bosses, and even from strangers to confirm that we're doing good. This impacts how we behave, how we do, how we work, how we love, how we create, how we live, so literally how we are. 
Because we're constantly fed with images, notions, and opinions on how we should lead our lives, and again, no matter if we're trying to follow those or not, in the end, we're still acting or reacting, actually, towards that. So the result of it all is that we second-guess ourselves. We tend to trust external judgment about ourselves much more than our own which then impacts quite hardly our self-confidence. And if we don't have any self-confidence, how can we have self-worth? How can we build our very own value for ourselves, not for others? And there are some people out there that will tell you that they've managed quite well to not care about what other people think of them, and good for them, but be careful because that might not always be true. A lot of people will develop a coping mechanism in which they will claim to whomever will be open to listen that they're super confident, strong, and couldn't care less about other people's opinion, that you just have to be yourself and screw the rest. And in theory, that is definitely a great piece of advice. But the catch is that they do it in a very assertive, almost aggressive way, as if you who haven't found a way yet, we are not worthy. And people who do that, who feel like they have to prove that they figured out and you didn't, are very much still struggling with their own feeling of self-worth. And for them, the solution is to claim to the world that they don't need it to be themselves. But that's delusional. Because we are as much part of the world as it is part of us. And that's, again, humanity. When you are confident, when you feel valued, when you know your worth, You don't have to claim it to the world. You can share your experience in a quiet and wise way. You're open to others, knowing very well when their opinion matters to you and when not. You also know that everyone shares that struggle and that's okay. So how do we reach that? Well, it's all about balance and self-honesty. I'm still on this journey myself and I truly wonder if we ever get to the end of it. But here's a couple of things I've learned along the way. Since, whether we like it or not, our relation to value will always depend on our relation with other people, it's really about identifying when you need to feel valued by others and why, and when you can value yourself on your own. It's also about understanding that you might need to feel valued for different things in very different ways. For example, when it comes to beauty versus at work. Then it's about realizing that there are people whose opinion matters and then others who absolutely don't. You'll see that the sense of relief that comes with that is tremendous. Also, it's not because you're not doing something as someone told you to that that person will stop liking you or acknowledging you. And if they feel the need to tell you how you should behave, then there is something wrong with that in the very first place. Finally, it's also about breaking up as last with the imposter syndrome. No matter in which area of your life it affects you, in a relationship, at work, etc., if someone or an organization chose to partner with you, it's because you're more than worth it. So stop wondering why. Celebrate your achievement instead. Also, it's important to know that everyone suffers from that syndrome at some point in time. Even the most confident influencers you see on Instagram. And that's just linked to everything I've just said before. We spend too much time degrading our sense of self-worth because we think we don't deserve it or we're not enough. And it's not true. Every single one of us has the right to be seen, heard, loved, acknowledged, however we want that to be. Once we integrate that and understand that, yes, some of it depends on others, but actually a lot of it depends on you, 
then your journey to your true self will have been made just a bit easier. Now, it's Sandy Way's turn to tell you how she's figured it out for her. Hi, Sandy Way, and welcome to The Circle. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm uh, looking forward to this uh, interview. I'm uh, really uh, happy to have you here today to talk about uh, feeling valued. I think it's a very interesting topic to which we relate to very differently, uh, you know, for each and every one of us. Um, so I'm really curious to know about, you know, your own perspective on valuation and what, you know, was kind of your process to mm -hmm. understanding as a, a woman, a woman of color, young mother, you know, mm -hmm. what does that mean for you? And what have you, you know, learned from your experience and what can you share with other people? Mm -hmm. So I guess we will dive right into it. And uh, I will start with uh, a first question, which is if you can maybe introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what brings you joy and happiness. Yeah, so uh, I'm a 25-year-old uh, woman based in Stockholm. Uh, and I live here with, uh, together with my 15-month-old uh, son and my uh, boyfriend. Um, and I'm I'm a freelance uh, illustrator and uh, mm -hmm. graphic designer, uh, and I I, I studied uh, in the, in the Netherlands, uh, Rotterdam, and I'm also uh, learning uh, about UX and UI design uh, on this on the side and different uh, creative uh, outlets. The most obvious uh, thing that brings me joy and happiness is my family. Uh, other than that, it's by creating creating creative things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> things, um, um, uh, yeah, it, it can differ. It can be just about UX design or like brand I identity um, or just to illustrate. Uh, and, and also maybe if I want to like share it with, with other people. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're, so you you love to work. Like uh, you would, uh, could you say that um, your, you know, you work as a creative, but that it is also your passion. Yes. So uh, I mean, it can be a bit uh, overwhelming <laughs> with the work mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes because I I feel that I'm never finished. Mm -hmm. uh, because there's always new things to learn so mm. there's like never-ending story okay but um so that's really interesting i would say because you know i always felt like uh, people who were able to live from their passion and be able to put it at use for their work were was were extremely lucky Mm -hmm. So for me, you are extremely lucky to be able to do that, you know, mm. and uh, and to enjoy uh, so much what you do. So I'm really interested to know how that fits into your own perception of um, uh, valuation and mm. what does feeling valued mean for you, you know, and mm. and actually how do you relate to it, you know, both professionally and personally. So it, it's always been uh, uh, important for me to enjoy my work. If I was about to work, like have a nine to five job, um, 
And uh, I know some so many people, uh, my family even, who 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 don't really enjoy their work. They do it uh, 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 because of the the salary, <laughs> basically to survive. And uh, um, and I'm I'm not I'm not there yet where I can survive on my on my freelancing but i'm definitely striving towards that uh, and that itself uh, 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 like has given me valuation through the years by by uh, by seeing what what i want basically uh, so but uh, i think that we generally f- seek valuation uh, all the time, uh, consciously or unconsciously. Uh, so I seek valuation through different sources, both from uh, like indi- individual face-to-face conversation and uh, through uh, social media. Uh, so and also because I I'm a freelancer, I don't have colleagues that I meet every day, so I don't get like professional direct. Uh, valuation through my work only uh, via social media or uh, or from my clients uh, through phone or mail if I don't meet them of course uh, and on a personal level um, it looks pretty much uh, the same where I've I've joined like uh, different support groups uh, where we can rant and and get an understanding without being judged, mm-hmm. um, and I would really recommend uh, different support groups if uh, if you want want to find people uh, like you <laughs> and get some some how do you say uh, some help regarding mm-hmm. regarding the the topic. So to yeah. So, uh, but but uh, but social media has also a huge role in me feeling uh, feeling valued. Um, yeah, and I think that goes for many people. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm uh, I'm really curious to know, you know, what's your relationship to social media in a little bit more details? Because you know, there is definitely you know a trend going on right now where. Um, we say that social media can be toxic. We know that there were a lot of young people who, you know, uh, had uh, mental health issues because of social media and because mm-hmm. they kept comparing themselves to other people. And I actually yeah. know a bunch of people who are staying away from Instagram, for example, mm-hmm. because they don't want to, you know, see other people's life because they have like this feeling of I'm not good enough or yes. fear of missing out, etc. So, you know, it's really interesting that you are quite honest uh uh, by you know with the fact that yeah you do need social media as part of your valuation so yeah. how do you have an else healthy relationship with social media then well i haven't always had a, a healthy re- relationship with uh, social media uh, uh so but i've i try to filter out what what i don't what I don't, uh, what I can't gain from Instagram, mm-hmm. for example, and what I can gain from Instagram. So I, for example, it was for me, 
like I I started following accounts that uh, was made from creative people, for example, uh, and they and I saw their creations. So when I when I went on Instagram, I got inspired to create basically. So I I started to redirect my 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 follow um, mm. yeah the accounts that I'm following. Um, but I mean I, I I think I'm still there where I I don't feel hundred percent comfortable scrolling through Instagram with this type of like filter um, because I do I sometimes like. I I can get anxiety from Instagram also. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I, but but I try to. Well, it, it's so hard to 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 say like what has helped me or not, but but I think it's uh, just by like redirecting, uh, uh, the people that you follow. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, maybe uh, being a bit more uh, aware of uh, why are you following, you know, certain types of people. And yes. I imagine that for you, you know, it's uh, more linked to your work, etc. as you were mm -hmm. explaining. And so if you feel that uh, some people or some type of people can make you feel bad in a way about yourself, then, you know, nobody will blame you for stopping following them you know mm, no exactly so uh, instagram has also been uh, like a, a support um, a really like huge support uh, group <laughs> or mm. taking a support uh, how do you say um tool yeah support tool um uh, and it was like it was pretty um expected because um if if i were to would to ask a question for example in my stories mm. then then uh, yeah it was one time where i i got like um i got a lot of messages from that question mm. and uh, that was uh, basically uplifting me and uh, and my my mood at that time yeah yeah I guess it's all about the community that you want to create around yourself yes, exactly. in the end, you know? Yeah. The, and it's not only the people that you look up to, but it's also yeah. the people that are in your circle and mm -hmm. uh, that you interact with. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So um, any like uh, life experience that you want to share with us on, you know, how did you feel that you were actually supported and, and, and feeling valued maybe? For example, one support group that I that I joined was uh, was the TSW communities, and the TSW stand for uh, topical steroid withdrawal. And the topical steroid is like uh, is cortisone, uh, like in a tube, for example. I mean, you can you can take a cortisone. Uh, orally also but but that is that is a cream that that helps that's supposed to help eczema okay yes so but in uh, uh, in reality it's it's a very 
it's a very dangerous uh, substance and pushes away the inflammation and when when you when you stop taking cortisone then the inflammation comes back um yeah so i got a lot of problem like health health problems uh, from that so but but that also like yeah i i gained valuation for myself uh like yeah well when I learned about this topic mm. and also the, the, the side effects that it has. Uh, and so I, I start to uh, t- uh, take, a, take care of my body from in- inside and out. Mm. You, mean by, you mean by joining this group, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That was yeah. the, uh, like first, first getting the knowledge bit knowledge and then I found out that there was different support groups and then I followed it up with uh, uh, my diet basically so so I've been a vegan for two weeks now <laughs> how has that been going <laughs> yeah it feels it feels really good uh, I'm I'm noticing uh, a big difference because uh, uh, yeah with eczema it comes it comes with itching so Mm. uh, so it doesn't itch uh yeah definitely not as much as it did when i ate diary for example so would you say that uh actually and i guess you know I'm, i'm asking you the question but at the same time it feels like it's 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 kind of one truth let's say but being part of a community of people that uh, you know have similar stories or you know are share the same values help um, feeling valued, but in the sense of helps um, being more visible and being heard and being acknowledged. Yeah, I think that um, uh, goes hand in hand with uh, feeling. Uh, valued uh, to be seen and heard but uh, yeah I mean there's for example like social media uh, I think you well the feeling that I get is that I've been seen Mm. and not always being heard Yeah, because we just scroll and scroll through the feeds and just liking by yeah, it's like a reflex almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but with, with, within this group where, where you can speak about your problems and and also say what's, what's been helping for you uh, and take tips and notes from other people. So, mm. so you, you are giving valuation at the same yeah. time as you're, uh, uh, yeah, been receiving it. Yeah, so it's really about the quality of the bonds and the connections that you're making rather than, you know, the quantity, actually. Uh, yeah, I I think so. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too, and, and um, because, yeah, I mean, like, it's because we're human beings, it's 
we are, and because we are made to interact with other people, mm. uh, even I would say the most spiritual and, and, and wisest person in the world would still feel like they need to be valued by something else, something that is not within themselves. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, we have to acknowledge that. And, and, and I guess the important thing is about how can we build a healthy relationship with that uh, need so that we don't fall into the extreme of, I don't feel valued if there are not people around telling me that I exist, basically. Yeah, you know exactly. And I think I've learned this uh, through uh, by being uh, on parent leave, actually, because then I um, I spent all my my time with my son, uh, uh, with my baby, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, and uh, and uh, so I I wasn't meeting that many friends or people. Uh, well, I were uh, at times, but not as much as I wanted to, because people were working basically, and I was free, or we were free. Uh, so then I've I turned to social media more and more. Uh, I I haven't noticed it like like till now till mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as we are speaking about this, but. Uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of clear now for me how it evolved. So so I turned to social media and uh, and uh, and get some some friends like virtual friends or how you would call it. Uh, for example, other moms uh, and also other Afro squids because yeah. we we also share like. Uh, a different story than 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 maybe other squids do. Yeah, that that's like uh, how how do you say how it started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I understand what you mean, and uh, mm-hmm. it's tricky. It's it's tricky to um, I would say to not feel lonely and to feel like uh, you know whole mm-hmm. by yourself, mm-hmm. but at the same time know like how and when you need other people to be part of your self-discovery journey almost you know yeah exactly and i think that's something also that i'm reflecting a lot on because you know i uh i use an app called the pattern i don't know if uh if you know it but um it's basically an app that it's it's like a mix between, I would say it is some sort of like, uh, you know, astrological advice app, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, it's more, uh, really more like, um, I would say almost science oriented or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, algorithm oriented. So mm-hmm. in the same way that you would, uh, enter, you know, your, um, your uh, birth date, your uh, date, of, your hour of birth, and your place of birth mm. uh, to understand your like uh, astral chart. Mm. Uh, the pattern will generate a very specific uh, personality chart uh, mm. based on that information. Mm. And one of the things that 
you know, the pattern tells me I need to work on the most mm -hmm. <laughs> is learning to be, uh, to feel whole by myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at first I didn't really realize that. And, and they, of, they also say that for me, it's the way, um, people, um, affect me is mostly in my romantic relationships yeah. so I need to learn how to feel happy and whole by myself and not rely too much on my partner yes exactly. and uh, and you know at first I didn't realize it and mm -hmm. uh, and you know through reading all of that I realized that yeah it 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 might actually be true it in the sense that I want to please people a lot and yes. and the way I feel valued is through you know people coming back to me and telling me yeah you did that good or oh thank you for this or thank you yeah. for that or, I really appreciate that you did this for me or did this or did that for me yeah because I think uh you know I am um I nurture like I'm somebody that nurture people's a lot and mm. and I need you know some validation of that yeah and uh, and it's myself uh, in, in that also sorry I can see myself in in that I, I ah, understand yeah. what you mean yeah so it, it's really tricky because it's it's for me it's about you know acknowledging that and and learning to put the limits you know to to yeah to to yeah to, to create the limits that prevent me from being too much like that mm -hmm. but at the same time it's part of my personality i mean like i would mm. probably not be doing this podcast or not you know creating the circle if i was not like that no exactly so i think it's about yeah finding the right balance between how can you create value for yourself you know and um no matter what the other people think or or of you you know because mm -hmm. i think both you and me as women of color have also experienced um under or non-existing valuation because yes. people would just not acknowledge us for who we are exactly so it's really about yeah you know building ourselves mm away from that mm. and also and, like yeah. the, the lack of empathy that yeah. uh, that uh, one receives through racism uh, I think that uh, uh, can build you one in another way uh, yeah and you know and of course you know we have ex ex experienced racism but for people who have not experienced racism mm. i think they still kind of faces they still kind of face the same challenges because um i think we are a generation that is very very much focused on competition and looking at what the other person is doing and mm why am I not doing the same thing or how come this person is doing it better than me or how can I be better than that person? Mm. And, you know, that's part of our culture, you know? And, um, and so therefore it's, um, it's, it's also, I think a challenge for other people who, yeah, as I said, have not necessarily experienced racism, but mm. as are still facing, you know, the harshness of other people's gaze on who they are. Mm. And and I think we just need to learn to be a little bit more nice to 
each other. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, and also to just accept people for who they are and who they want to be and not judge them for that. Mm, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, we could almost go to the point to say that if there was no judgment, mm. then we wouldn't need to feel valued. I don't know what you think about that, but... Yeah, it, yeah I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, because it's kind of relies on uh, on like uh, judgmental. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how so, that would. Be. Yeah. Let's find the person who has created judgment and <laughs> yeah. go have a discussion with them. You know. Yeah, definitely. You should invite that person to the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but then I would be judging them for in, for in, you know inventing judgment. So then yeah. it's a vicious circle, and we wouldn't see the end of it. No. <laughs> but anyways, um, so well, that's was my perspective on feeling valued yeah, but um yeah. can you please tell me a little bit more about if there are any learnings that um you you know uh, found through your journey um and that you want to share with us yeah so uh, uh, try to understand what brings long-term valuation for you mm. and continue doing that and that sentence, I mean, that that has helped me to, uh, uh, yeah, re- reflect on what what is really gaining, what I'm gaining from from valuation, and uh, uh, it has helped me to direct my my focus uh, on on the things uh, that I'm creating, basically. And the second learning is more of a question. Uh, do you benefit from valuation based off your looks or, or knowledge? And uh, yeah, I think that's two different topics almost. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you're throwing uh, two bombs <laughs> and that you want to send everybody go see a therapist, which I, which yeah. I think is good. <laughs> I mean, I'm really uh, advocating for that, actually. Yeah. No, but uh, I think you're raising a, a super important uh, matter, actually, because I think it's true that valuation varies and our relationship to valuation varies based on are we doing it for our ego or are we doing it for our true self? Mm. And I think that what you're saying around what uh, serves uh, our sense of feeling valued long-term versus short-term is super important because usually short-term will definitely be for your ego, you know? Yeah. And those kind of quick fixes that mm-hmm. you need to feel, you know, all pumped up. Mm. But what really matters the most is putting your energy into understanding how you can bring value to yourself, but to your true self on the long term. And you're totally right on that mm. point. Mm. Mm. And uh, as for the second learning, um, that's so, so true. Like, like, yeah, of course, you know, we've been raised thinking that valuation comes only through the looks mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. of how we are how pretty we are yeah. etc but we being, uh, being a woman exactly also. 
Yeah. And, uh, and, and I, I love how you build your own valuation on your knowledge and your skills. Yeah. And, and I think that so that for me shows that you're quite wise because I can only assume that it has been a journey. And again, you know, as a woman and as a woman of color mm. to break away from thinking valuation for people telling you you're pretty or you're not pretty, etc. because that's not what is important. Mm. You know, that's not what nurtures your soul. That's not what makes you progress in life. That's not what, you know, keeps you going on your path. Yes, exactly. But uh, at the same time, uh, I have these two uh, Instagram accounts. Mm. So one is my personal and the other one is uh, my illustration. So I, I, I still, uh, I'm not, I'm not like that, like hundred percent, of course. So uh, I think I I also seek valuation, maybe through my looks by sharing Mm. what what I'm wearing, for example, or my makeup or (laughs) whatever. Mm. Uh, But but it's it's not um, it's not as the same as I. As it was before. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so would you say that then it it's it would be more like you shifted from one thinking validation um uh to sharing who you are and not expecting anybody to comment on that? Uh yeah, basically. So uh, yeah, um I was because I was starting also to share more life experiences uh, mm-hmm. in my personal account, and then I got uh, really like uh, really much uh, like support from people, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I was shocked in the be- beginning, but I knew yeah. that I knew that social media had had this power to uh, to support other people. Um, so that almost became even more important for me to to share different uh, uh, different experiences. Yeah, and I think you know we are on the right path that in the sense that there is I can see that there is definitely a growing need from people to want to genuinely connect with other people that they don't necessarily know, but that. Yeah, you know, as you said, like to to seek support, to give support and to seek support and a little bit away from the, you know, the razzle-dazzle that uh, Instagram uh, uh, was uh, up until, uh, you know, a couple of months or years ago. And and the reason why I'm saying that is also I think that the pandemic has played a huge role on how people perceive themselves and how they see other people because it can it, it kind of has uh, put us on a similar at least you know mm. people who live with you know within uh, the same uh, social groups and uh, mm. you know kind of have the same lifestyle let's mm. say uh, it has put us kind of in the same uh, level because yeah. nobody can travel yeah. uh, everybody is at home mm. and 
you know, and all of a sudden life is less glamorous. Yeah. So it uh, requires yeah. to focus on what really matters. Yeah. And that also, uh, uh, that state of, uh, of uh, living uh, reminded me of uh, parents' live. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for me at least, I'm not saying that goes for everyone. Yeah, no, no, of course. But uh, uh, because then also I had, uh, yeah, yeah. As I said before, I didn't meet as many friends that I uh, mm. would have wished. And during the pandemic, I couldn't meet anyone. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, So, so then I think not only me, but but many people turned to to social media, uh, yeah, to to gain some friends, basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, I guess uh, before we conclude, uh, is there anything else you want to share with the circle community? Uh, yeah. There, there's a saying that my stepfather uh, told me, and that is, uh, don't stop doing what you are good at. You never know when it comes to handy one day. And uh, that like mantra has, uh, has followed me through the years, since uh, middle school, actually. <laughs> and uh, it has sort of helped, um, uh, yeah, It has sort of been like a guideline, basically, for me to figure out what I want in life. Mm. Uh, so that would be uh, working within the creative fields. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really uh, interesting because uh, I guess it's kind of it kind of explains your whole approach to feeling valued because you relate it, you know a lot to, as we said, to your skills and to your passion. And and then that, that saying from your stepfather mm -hmm. really explains that. So it's mm -hmm. interesting how something that you, uh, you know, have been made aware of as you were quite young mm -hmm. has kind of, you know, driven your entire past up until where you are today. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's interesting myself uh, and how it has become that strong, that will. Mm. Uh, because I was so I was really focused in the in the middle school that that I would uh, uh, I wanted to be uh, like the best painter, <laughs> mm. uh, the best illustrator, and. I I draw like uh, all day long uh, after school every mm. day I I I drew uh, and so so I put put in like a lot of hours outside school to just to gain knowledge basically uh, so I can seek like uh, uh, like schools art schools uh, after. Uh, Uh, primary school and I think you're also lucky that uh, your stepfather you know told you that because I know there are some families and um, and maybe that's really linked to my you know being French and to the way we are raised in France but there are some families where they tell you like 
oh no, 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 don't focus on what you're good at. Uh, focus on, you know, following the traditional uh, curriculum at school. And then let's see later on, once you're done with that, how your passion can fit into the picture, you know? Yeah, yeah, that that wouldn't work for me <laughs> yeah. at all. Because I can't, I mean, how can you expect someone to work with something that you don't enjoy and work uh, within that field like uh, passionately i i just think yeah it's a lie almost to yourself i think yeah well i guess it depends you know on how you relate to work in general like uh You yeah. know, there are some people for which work is not important mm. in a way, you know, they just want to sustain, you know, to use it to sustain their, their, their lifestyle. And yeah, of course. I mean, I, I've not been, I've not been a freelancer all mm. my life, <laughs> mm. um, but um, yeah. And I, I mean, that is also a luxury to, to, um, to be able to say that yeah. I'm, I'm focusing in what I'm like good at or what I mm. like. Mm. But I guess, you know, it's, it's really something strong to as aspire to. And, you know, and is that, you know, n don't, um, don't uh, neglect uh, what you're good at and, and what is your passion because if, uh, because that's what you can build upon you know and mm. and that's what's going to to you know lead the way for you because uh because that's what makes you happy so mm. you know why not use what makes you happy yeah in order to you know have a fulfilling life you know that's and 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 i guess the the valuation part of it will come, come along. along naturally yeah you know? exactly And it it hasn't been clear like what what exactly within the creative fields that I want to do. Mm. Uh, for example, in the Netherlands where I used to study, I changed path from graphic design to illustration. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was like, what the hell? Like, what am I doing? I thought it was mm. graphic design all all along, but. Uh, I I was struggling with uh, expressing myself uh, within graphic design uh, alone, mm. but combining those two were another thing. Was another thing. yeah. But uh, thanks a lot, uh, Sandy Wei, for sharing um, your inspiring experience with us. Um, I know you know now. I have some questions to ask myself based on what you shared. <laughs> Um, so thank you very much and yeah, hope you. we can have another conversation next time yeah thank you for having me so my main takeaway from Sandy Wei's story is to clearly identify what value means to you in which areas of your life you stick it and what is a good system that can support that in Sandy Wei's case it's clear that for her it's important to find worth through her skills and competencies as a creative person and also in the way she defines her own beauty. Using the support of a community through social media in order to feel seen, heard and acknowledged. For me it's in knowing that I've helped someone and in making sure I've done something the right way with integrity and fairness. That's when I need others to chime in. 
Otherwise, every day I get up and keep working on my self-confidence, liberating myself from finding valuation where I actually don't need it. It took me a while to figure it out, but today I know for a fact that I don't need external validation to feel beautiful and smart, for example. So what is it for you? For what should you seek external valuation and for what don't you need to? Figuring this part out will help build a healthier relation to value and self-worth. Here, there are no rituals, no exercises, no meditation that can help you achieve that. You have to be willing to sit down with yourself and think about all those times in your life when you've experienced the imposter syndrome, when you were expecting someone to congratulate you or give you approval on something, but you didn't get it and felt diminished. Explore why you felt that way and how you coped with that emotion then. Are there any repeating patterns? Most likely there will be. That's how you identify why and when you need to feel valued and validated from others. From there, you need to deconstruct that mindset and go deeper. Is that value really something you need to seek externally or can it come from within? And again, it's usually a mix of both, so that's totally okay. And of course, if you're struggling with that self-introspection, don't hesitate to reach out to the Circle community in our Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash groups slash journeys to the self, or directly through our Instagram account at the Circle Stockholm with any questions or comments you may have. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share your comments and questions directly on our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash journeys to the self or via our Instagram account at the Circle Stockholm. Enjoying this podcast? Then contribute to its growth by rating and reviewing it on the podcast platform of your choice. This will be of tremendous help.